Now we're in conversation with uh, Sofia Miranto, who is an analyst and practice manager for the Middle East and North Africa. She also worked for the Finnish Foreign Ministry and the European Commission. As uh, the war enters its fifth day in the Middle East, today we revisit the whole issue of the Abraham Accords declaration in the context of the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas, also assessing Israel's bilateral relations with Arab nations. This, as we know, that Saudi Arabia was in the process of pursuing closer ties with Israel, with Israel. Israel prior to the conflict that has now ensued. Sophia now joining us on the line. Sophia, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Just first of all, before we, we, we move into the context of where Israel finds itself currently, um, what was the Abraham Accords declaration and what was envisioned there? Absolutely. Uh, good afternoon and it's great to be with you um, to discuss this matter. So the Abraham Accords um, were an agreement, um, actually a set of agreements um, between um, the U.S. um, and countries in the Middle East that envisioned normalization between these countries and Israel. Uh, In that regard, a very groundbreaking um, set of agreements. Um, So it has achieved uh, normalization uh, between Israel and uh, the UAE. Bahrain and Morocco. Uh, We're a few years um, out from those agreements. And what we've seen is more overt political engagement, but certainly also economic engagement, right? More trade and investments that those agreements have um, allowed. So more trade and investment. What about politics? Yes, that's a a great question. Um, Some of the countries in the Middle East that um, had not previously normalized um, with Israel um, did have some, you know, engagement or um, coordination on certain important matters. But I think what this agreement um, following the Abraham Accords has really allowed is to have uh, some more public political engagement. Now, what we've had, what has emerged in Israel over the past year is the formation of a right-wing, hard-line government led by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And the policies that this government has also been advancing have, of course, put some strain on the Abraham Accords. And and we've seen a bit less willingness by some of the uh, Arab leadership um, to engage us publicly with Israel. Then how would we characterize the relationship that Israel currently have with other Arab states? Right. I mean, there's a range of um, relationships, right? So some that have um, longstanding historical uh, precedent, partially due to the fact of being neighbors, right? Um, Or of um, having shared, although different, concerns over uh, the Palestinian territories and Palestinian uh, population, and then other countries that have um, not normalized relations with Israel and do not have open relationships. So it's really a a spectrum of different kinds of relationships that um, Israel has with its uh, neighbors. Notably, there was um, a lot of uh, engagement um, over the past Um, few months um, between the Biden administration, uh, Israel and Saudi Arabia with an attempt to try to facilitate uh, normalization there. 
So it's it's really a range of, of relationships. And on the Saudi Arabia negotiations as well, um, and trying to foster um, a, a a a negotiation at least. Um, where Saudi Arabia currently stands, is it still their point of view that they do not recognize um, Israel? So there is there is um, no official, um, you know, political diplomatic engagement. But as part of um, this effort that has been spearheaded by the administration, uh, by the Biden administration, sorry, and um, a bit longer standing as a result of post-Abraham Accord um, world where one of the Saudi neighbors, UAE, normalized, we have seen some small um, but notable early um, initial uh, types of um, engagement. For instance, um, just now recently, um, over the past month, there were two Israeli ministers that attended events in uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, this is an entirely new and unprecedented uh, type of uh, diplomatic engagement. Yes, these were international uh, events. One of them was a UN summit, but nevertheless, there hasn't been a situation in the past decades where Israeli ministers uh, would attend events in, in Saudi Arabia. So there were some initial um, movements, but yes, this idea of getting to a grand type of bargain that would have involved Saudi, U.S., Israel uh, was very complicated. Um, and then there was much still there that was under discussion. Now, um, as a result of the weekend in events and the attack by, by Hamas, um, it has put a damper on reaching that kind of um, uh, agreement uh, in the short term, I would say. Thank you so much for your time. That is Sophia Miranto, who's an analyst and practice manager um, for the Middle East and North Africa.